Hi, and welcome to Irish Writers Podcast. We are three unpublished writers trying to make our way to publication. I'm Kate, and I'm writing a fantasy fiction novel. I'm here with uh, Maura. Hi, uh, I'm writing an action comedy screenplay. And I'm also here with Cathy. I'm Cathy, and I'm writing a rom-com crime novel. Very good. Um, So we'll just dive right into Mm -hmm. our topic, well, one of our topics for today. And it's, what makes a story a good story? So which one of you wants to start? Off you go, more. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking about this. And I think, for me, when I read a story, so I have a weird way of reading in that I zoom through um, a novel, say, because I want to find out what happens. And I almost do it because that's not the most important thing. I just want it out of the way because it distracts me. <laughs> all right. And then if I liked it, I and I p- forget plots all the time, um, I'll read it again. And what will be really important to me is character development and relatability and empathy and, you know, that someone goes on a, goes on a, a journey. It doesn't have to be a physical journey. Um, and so that's what I... And the books that I really love, the stories that I really love and the films that I really love... It's that that's really important. And I don't really understand people who only read stuff once or just view it <laughs> once or care about spoilers because, to me, that's not the most important thing. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, the total <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, no, and I, I do read books again and I do watch movies again. But for me, a good story is like a page turner. I want to know what happens. I'm just... All about the action, all about like, oh, what's going to happen next? I do, I do care about that as well. Okay. But I tend to, and I read for plot first. Okay. But like super fast. I'll miss every detail, I'll, you know. All right, okay. And like, so I would frequently read a book in a day if I had yeah. the time. Yeah. And I'll zip through it and I'll be like, was that, wor- was that worth reading again? And then I'll read it the next time I'll actually realise I missed half of the book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I know what happened at the end. So I don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh no, whereas I'm like a painfully slow reader. I'm like, line by mm. line, it, it, I can, it takes me weeks to read a book. I'm like, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm a bit of, I, I tend to savour books okay. a little more um, than just fly through them. Um I think for me, it, the main character has to have some kind of endearing quality about them yeah, in yeah. order to okay. kind of th- that I even care about mm. what happens to them, mm. or you know, or somebody. If if you've created a world like for me, I love you know fantasy fiction and mm. science fiction. I love just these new worlds, and if you create it in such a way that um, yeah, I just I'm there in my imagination, and I love that. I love being transported. Yeah. And I think the a lot has to do with the writing, the kind of writing. It can't be distracting. Um, if it's very poor writing, <laughs> yeah. well, obviously that doesn't make a good book, but mm. what makes a good story is story. I guess you could have a poorly written book, but it's a good story. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, do you know what? When you were saying that, do you know what just popped straight into my head? Was it... American X was that the name of the book and Hmm. it was all about that guy and he was basically like labelled and he was like a a, a Wall Street stockbroker of some sort American Psycho maybe he is yeah yeah and he's like a really unlikable character Mm. like he's horrendous and yet somehow I haven't read that one, but I hated Wuthering Heights. Oh, <laughs> and really? I was like, can all feck off now? <laughs> I don't, you're all horrible people. I'm glad you found each other. <laughs> and, yeah. um, 
I won't be reading this book again because right. I don't want to spend any more time with you people. You yeah, know? yeah, and it is about spending time with people, mm-hmm. I guess. But mm-hmm. I wonder, I, I'm always intrigued about those books that have those horrible characters. And yeah. yet somehow people are like, because I agree with you, I right. really liked books that I like the characters in mm-hmm. and that they're, they're the books I reread all yeah. the time. And yet somehow, sometimes these books that have these horrible yeah. characters, like, you know, rise <laughs> to the top of the bestsellers and right. people love them like. Yeah. And I just never really kind of figured out why. Well, maybe they're relatable to those people. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe it wasn't horrible for everybody. Finally, a psychopath <laughs> like me for me to read. I can, like, really respect. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I behave. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Never entered my mind. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I just, I don't know, for a good story, yeah, like I totally agree with mm-hmm. having a good character, but I just, I don't know, do I separate like kind of the story, the plot side mm-hmm. from like the character development? Like for me, you can have lovely characters and mm-hmm. they can be like the best and the best drawn and you know, so mm-hmm. in depth, but if the plot goes nowhere or nothing interesting yeah. happens, well, I think the momentum is actually really important in a good story. And oh, like, yeah. so that. It doesn't necessarily have, not all stories, some are slow, some are fast, but I think this notion of that you're moving, like that you're not just kind of watching something or reading something or even listening to something that is static, yeah. you know, and that like, that it does move forward. And I suppose if it moves at the right pace, then it feels page turnery, then mm-hmm. you feel like, okay, I'm going somewhere, I'm going somewhere, I'm getting somewhere. It yeah. could be a really long story, but it can still feel like there's, there's movement happening and you're moving along a line. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is something that that I've, in a good story, okay, it should bring up questions, right? Mm-hmm. And it should be able to answer those questions that it brings up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is the kind of and like posing, posing puddle, puzzles. and. If you bring yeah. up a question, please answer it. Yeah, it's like this contract with the reader. So, like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter what your ending is, so long as it satisfies everything that you yeah. kind of proposed in the God, start. Because bad endings are... Th- I, oh, I have oh. thrown more than one book across a room. Well, I, bad I've endings. been annoyed. Do you know what? I have ended up, like, Googling things to get, like, the proper ending of it. It was... Um, what was that um, movie where Sandra Bullock went up into space? Gravity. Oh, yeah. Gravity, yeah. yeah. Gravity. And so she lands. I kind of actually expected her to get shot by a crocodile. I was like, yeah. It looked kind of like the soil was a bit red. I was like, oh yeah, it could be Africa or something. Yeah. You know, it looked like. Yeah. I was like, please God, be a true story. So I could Google where the hell she landed. I was like, that drove me crazy. I was like, no. And I loved the movie right up to that point. And then I was like, write it off. Okay, speaking of endings. Okay. Um, I think a good story should not end on a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, okay, so I'll clarify the cliffhanger, right? Okay. Uh, I'll bring up the movie Inception. Inception wasn't exactly... It didn't end on a cliffhanger. I wouldn't categorize that as a cliffhanger. It, I'm not going to spoil anything, but those of you who have seen... but I can't remember it. Inception, <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm going to straight out so I can't kind of, remember. <laughs> it ends... It hasn't the end and then you're left with wondering it's two choices it's like you don't know if it's this one or this one okay um so that i'm not categorizing categorizing that as a cliffhanger i mean uh, okay but it's kind of unanswered yeah it's, is that what you mean well, it it's depends a, it's it's like i'm not going to talk about inception but we read yeah. a book in book club i think before you were in it's mm-hmm. called the gargoyle okay 
And the thing that I loved about it, and this might be spoilery, so stop listening for the next two minutes, <laughs> um, is that by the end of the book, you are not sure what's reality. Like, oh, okay. you could interpret the whole story one way, yeah. or you can interpret it a different way. And as you're reading through, you're puzzling along with the main character, like, you know, this is quite strange. And like, to the point where I'm not sure if it's a fantasy book or not. <laughs> right? okay. but it was brilliant okay. like, so it's a bit like Life of Pi where he gets on the boat no that was a bad book oh my god I loved that book that was a fact that was probably I didn't read that book. book oh read that book oh my god it's amazing. don't read that book it's amazing I actually it's one of the few books I think I read over a weekend and I just ignored mm. everybody I was like get away from me I, I, I'm sick go away and oh brilliant book love that book you and the Booker people can <laughs> work together. And I never, I never like the Booker, Booker yeah. books at all. I'm just like, I, just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. But no, I, that book, I was like, it's amazing. And then they made the movie out of it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you're kind of destroying it. Uh, it's yeah. Like, you can't. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I couldn't watch it. I was like, no, like, you know, it's a thing of beauty. Just leave it alone. It is, it's in its perfect form. Just leave it alone. But yes, I agree. It's, it's one of those things where at the end, it's quite clear that the animals were representative of the people. But then mm. I was talking to other people afterwards and they were like, no, they were totally animals. And I was like, I don't think, think it's they an were. allegory. I think, yeah, I was yeah. like, I really don't think they were. But anyway, yeah. Um, but it's that sort of idea, yeah. Yeah, well, this one, like, is not even as clear as that. Like, it's like almost the author doesn't know. Oh, but it, but it's good. Yeah. Like, it's really good. I mean, like, there is an arc. There is, it was one of those book of books I picked in, because obviously I only picked books apart from the terrible books. <laughs> but I had read it kind of before I joined book club. And it was one of those, I picked it up. It has a lovely cover. And mm-hmm. I was kind of in this phase of trying to find books to read. And it was on staff picks. And I wasn't even sure. It was one copy on the staff picks table of a bookshop that does tend to have really good mm-hmm. staff picks. Yeah. I'm just going to say it's the... Gutter bookshop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had some really good. nice staff picks. And I wasn't sure whether it was left there deliberately oh. or the author had come by and like, I'll just leave that cow there and keep walking. And, I'm gonna do yeah. it for my book all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um it's uh it's a first novel and it's so intriguing. And when I read it first, right, I was like, Oh my, this doesn't this person, this main character is not someone that I can relate to at all. Like, oh. right? And then, so I, I, but I got to the end of it and I was like, I need to, I need to talk about this book. So I tried to get one of my friends to read it and she ignored me. And then, then I joined book club. And after a while I went, so this is this book. And I'm, I don't even, I can't even, I'm not even sure if it's a good book or I'm just really intrigued by it. But it, it provoked an awful lot of discussion. Yeah. Okay. And I felt that the, the group felt, saw things that I didn't see even. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really struck me was that on a knife edge, I couldn't tell you whether that's a fantasy book or not. Yeah. That's brilliant. I yeah. I read that book. But, like, but see, I think you have to be a very skilled author to carry that Absolutely. off. Absolutely. And I think, unless you have that, like, amazing talent yeah. and ability. And yet I, still I <laughs> satisfying enough ending. Yeah. Like, yeah. because you could be like, we're going to end it on a knife edge and everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, like, I actually, yeah. do you know what? I've just read and I've just discovered Russell Carroll Kelly, and I do realize yeah. I'm very last <laughs> yeah, person yeah. to this party. I do realize that, but I just read um, Downturn Abbey. Yeah, and um, the end of that is where one of the characters is kidnapped, and the next book is kind of the kidnap. It's yeah. keeping up with the colossus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, I felt like it was the end of an episode. You know, like, yeah. like when you're watching yeah. your like episode of the week or whatever, and right. it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And I was like, I, 
do you know, like he's on book, I think, 10, 11. Yeah. Like that. yeah. So like he's obviously yeah. got a series of people who are reading his books. So it's yeah. not something you can do, I think, as a debut novel. No. Yeah. But I think once you're kind of into that series, it's obviously and a series. he also has a weekly column. Yes. So yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. the Irish Times every week. But yeah, I have, I have um, very detailed opinions about that series of books, which I'm not going to go into now. Okay. And it would change the podcast <laughs> dramatically. All right. Um, okay. But I'm going I'm to tell you about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> later date. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I really like them as well. Like, yeah, like yeah. I have all of them, so you know, okay, when okay. I borrow them. I like the physical form, and before they get put in storage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to warn you, I'm a page turner when it goes yeah. people who turns in the corners of the Oh, no, oh, sorry. You okay, can't. Can't. So, yeah, yeah, I do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I like to keep them as pristine as they are. No, I don't no, mind breaking the it. spine, but I hate oh, I oh. turning the corners. I don't like notations on the side where people no. are like, ha ha ha, this is hilarious. <laughs> like, don't write on my book. Please. <laughs> don't hide your own notes. Because I need you to name them so I can shun them. Yeah. And if you ever introduce me to those people, please be like, this is the person. And I can be like, sorry, we've digressed quite a lot there. Yeah, so sorry, going back to a good story. Yeah. So, okay, thinking through your favorite stories in whatever genre, what are the elements, like, what do you think pops out to you? For me, it's okay. definitely plot. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm one of the few people who can admit I love an L. Dan Brown book. Like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's it. The podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, yeah, he did the same thing over and over. So, like, you know, he shot the fame, I think, on his third book when he had, like, perfected the art of the page turner. And it's like, third, that third book was amazing. And then the second book, you're like, oh, it's quite similar to that third book. Oh, yeah. The first book, you're like, yeah. so the bad guy is this guy, the first guy I've met, the, you know, the opening paragraph, you're like, yeah, it's quite a formula. But I still, I love a plot that ticks. I like, mm-hmm. I like action. Mm-hmm. I like, do you know, and I like when an author kind of skips over the obvious, do you know. So if yeah. they're like planning a big party and the, the point or the, the excitement is in the planning, then don't spend two pages or three pages discussing the party. Just skip over, yeah. do you know. Right. Um, so I'm like, I'm all about the action. That's, that's for me is the, and I, and I like mm-hmm. characters that take that action forward. Um, so I'm not so interested though in like that real character development. I I'm quite happy for characters to be X at the start and X at the end. You know? <laughs> wow. Because well, I yeah. think I'm thinking of like the marples and I'm thinking of like yeah, you know yeah, all those things. Right yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, yeah, And I just get hooked into them and I'm like I am dying to know who poisoned this guy. Dying, <laughs> you know? And I just keep going and going and then I'm like oh it's him. And it doesn't bother me that everybody yeah. is in. like nobody everyone's even, dead. Yeah, yeah, nobody even seems concerned that yeah. they're like oh you know my uncle. Gregory is gone. What will I do? There's <laughs> none of that in, inner turmoil. It's all just who did it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, plot definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I think that. So I'm trying to think of the stories that I love, love. And so my favorite author is Terry Pratchett, and I think my favorite book ever is Thud. And <laughs> what I love about that is it is this really fun story. It's quite clever. It's got lots of puns because he always loves puns. But, <laughs> but it has, you know, at this point, the character of Sam Vimes is really developed and really interesting. I think he he, he was so masterful at taking kind of trope characters and allowing them have a little trope turn and then taking them on a different road that you wouldn't expect. And um, I think, so Thud has this story, this puzzle, this these interesting characters. And the thing about Pratchett that's always under, underlying is there's a philosophy there as well, but mm-hmm. he never, he's never po-faced about it. He, well, I mean, he, he's, you know, it's honest and truthful, but it, he doesn't dwell on it. And I think that with people, when I kind of say Pratchett's my favorite author and they're not readers of Pratchett, 
they kind of are, you know, they don't really understand. And I think the thing is you have to read three Pratchett novels to realise beneath mm-hmm. this is something, an undercurrent of something that's a story that's about humanity and the way we are and the way we treat each other and what's really important. And like, I just love that. I, I love it so now. But if it was if it was top of the novel, I'd hate it. Yeah. If it was yeah. preachy and yeah. but you know, you're being pulled along with so much funny stuff and mm. still interesting characters and, and like I mean like you're not gonna it's not gonna be another Pratchett out there, so it's not <laughs> <laughs> like no. I wouldn't I wouldn't aspire to that. But I, I do like characters that go in interesting ways like mm-hmm. and that they come from their own logic right that mm-hmm. they're not they are kind of internally driven mm-hmm. um and they kind of move through the story and like you know and i i think like i mean i hate i hate a sort of um, there was one book and i can't think of the name of it just as well we were <laughs> reading for book club and it was a real like dun 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 and uh-huh. of course the thing with book club is that everyone tries to read the book and maybe no one actually <laughs> manages to read the book yeah. and that particular day <laughs> no one no one had read the ending when we all met together okay except me uh-huh. and like it's a real page turner until and until the ending and the ending is not good and even the ending oh. is so not good that I said, mm, like, when I was, maybe it's this. And then it turned out, like, this stupid suggestion I and had. And it was that. Was that. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, God, that's such a terrible ending. And yeah. so then, like, everyone was like, no, this is brilliant. And I was like, I have thoughts and opinions, which they're used to. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, but I can't talk about them because they're about the ending. Yeah. And then, like... It was suggested that we'd have a second book club for that book because we're very disorganised and that keeps happening. And then, kind of, when everyone had read the ending, they were all like, "Yeah, that's yeah. very disappointing." Mm-hmm. And it yeah, was really, it was just, it was just like, ah, oh, you know, something is presented as a big mystery, and that's yeah. really simple or really, really coincidental. Mm-hmm. I, I and you're kind of like, no, that again. I that's not remember that book. Yeah, he read it was down the on one paper. with the twins. Uh, it was the one with just the, write write it down. Oh, I, actually, I actually read that one. Did you like it? <laughs> I um, and it turned out turned out to be like an extra sister. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. One. I was yeah. like, at some point, I was like, maybe there were three of them, and then they were. Oh my goodness! <laughs> As a twin, that book offended me. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like everyone was really into it. You're like, ooh, 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 oh. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, I, I flew through that. I remember that. Now. So that's why the end. Was like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But like that. That's exactly how I read a book. Like I flew through that. I I probably started reading it. Two days before book club, I was I had finished it, but I, this is my payoff in that like I read like that, I probably miss loads, but I know that's a crap book, so I'm never going to read it again. <laughs> Whereas like if I was really invested in finding it, and the thing that I love is are these good characters, where do they go? You know. But sometimes I've ages. read a book and I'm like, I love how this is written. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. the plot is like whatever, yeah. and you know I probably won't read that much. Like there's many a book I've started and I haven't got to the end of it because I love how it's written. Yeah. But yeah. The plot's not there, yeah, and I, you know, like yeah, and the characters are whatever. Yeah. And I just, See, I nearly but, always finish a book. Like I, there's yeah. very few books I've been, and even books that I was like, this is awful. This is I feel abused by reading this, <laughs> yeah. and I, I'm like, I feel I have to find out if there's a payoff or a release or no. I, there's very few books that I have stopped reading mm-hmm. after I started, and. The Jepster Fords, they'd be an example of that. I've made it through mm. about ha- half about two of those books, yeah. three yeah. of those books, and I just couldn't get to the end. I got to mm. the third one before I was like, okay, I've had enough now. Yeah. yeah. I just, and again, I, I, I don't, kind of like the way he writes, I and I think, mm. oh, you've never read them? Oh, they're no. just absurd. They're just... They're yeah. really absurd. I mean, yeah. 
I, I thought it really worked for the first one. And I thought yeah. it did for the kind of first half. And I was mm. like, mm, I just and I just don't pick them up again. And that's kind yeah. of... Yeah. he's got a huge following. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's written loads, though. I think... And I do think there's an element of him that's really, really good as yeah. well. But I got tired of it. And I think it's because I, I thought, oh, these would be great to bring on holidays. And I bought five of them. Oh, yeah. No, and then I was like, yeah, no, yeah, I think that yeah, was it. I yeah, think that was yeah. like, for me, that was it. And I might come back to it, particularly the first one. I think I'd probably give a read again. Mm. But um, yeah, I, yeah. So your character, yeah. character is what character, and people I can relate to, people I can like, people I can think that like I the stupid characters are the ones that like was the stupid. I mean, illogical, irrational, yeah, and like characters actually really infuriate me, mm-hmm. and I feel like while yes, there are log- illogical, irrational people, I hate when they're put as the supposed to be the most relatable character, yeah, and I'm like, no, but no, I don't know anyone logical. Like I mean, well, I plenty of people make stupid decisions, but. Nobody thinks that they are illogical, if you know what I mean. So no, when a character is written as though they think that they're illogical, you're like, no, no you've lost me. I, I, that bothers well, me. Well, okay, in the way, immediately I thought of, you know, TV series, mm-hmm. because they, like, a lot of writers feel like they have to make the characters do things Yeah. to keep the suspense going. But they're totally just not in the character that yeah, you know yeah. they, they don't they're not acting i mean if it There's was no one thing it was something. if it was one thing like then you'd kind of dismiss it but if it's like consistent like it's just for the sake of causing drama or when a character like just in changes a character like changes a little bit completely. like an EastEnders character well i can i can i can name a couple series <laughs> people diehard fans of these series would get very angry with me so i will not mention a jack bauer <laughs> right, oh, or yeah. any of those or maybe i will <laughs> or lost yeah, yeah. anyway yeah um, but uh and people and there are elements of those shows that i very much enjoyed and but yeah. it was not. It was yeah. The the characters that and the consistency. That kind of anchor of a character. Like we all do and, different things, but but uh, yeah, like, and doing you know. things for the sake of just creating drama. Mm. Um, like, if I it's think not, it depends how far you are in the series. Yeah, like I mean, I can totally empathize with somebody who's like you know. I, it was an amazing series one. It was a good series two. Series three was seriously flagged. Series four, <laughs> and you're like, Jesus. When are they going to end it? Series five, they get in a few fresh writers. Time right, right. Lord, you know. Series six, those people have bolted. They all have like new careers. Series seven, you're like, oh my God. So I can totally empathize with those people. Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how people write TV actually on that kind of pressured schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you need to keep producing. And yeah. then you're. And they're fired if they do. Absolutely. Yes, it just ended. What if like, they wake up? And it was all a dream. Oh, gee. Or like, an know, alternate universe. Or if Bobby got out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. But um, like, yeah, even like amazing ones. So, what was yours? What okay. Was your so, what, I think the question that I was, what was I asking? Oh, yeah. Um, I think there's a few things for me about what for my favorite stories um, is yeah that the character has an arc. Like, there's mm. a definite change and a, a change of mentality and and actions. Um, that that that's important, and that the ending is properly, I don't know, is a good, a satisfying oh. ending. Um, and of course, people have different opinions about that, but I'm I'm all for the, the good and ha- happy ending. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the good and happy endings for the you know. There's some kind of justice 
or some kind of. <laughs> so you're getting into the philosophy now, yeah. of the storytelling of yeah. like, yeah. Um, like no, bad people it, get their comeuppance. And, well, yeah, yeah and we all want, you know. No, I don't think so. I think like I'm not that I like to see evil people win. I don't. <laughs> but like, I just think I like it to be true to the story. Yeah, so if yeah. like if the story was where the villain is clearly on top and is like yeah. you know is yeah. going to win and there's no amount of like pitting the little person mm-hmm. against the yeah. huge machine then let the machine win you know whereas you know stories that they're like you know and they found the one glitch the one <laughs> the one yeah. you know you're like no please god no but there are those real hero stories I guess they're different types of stories right. you know like, I don't like heroes, I have yeah. to admit. And even though I'm a huge fan of like Disney movies and cartoons and all that yeah. stuff, and no, I don't like so hero I do stories. Like heroes, right? mm-hmm. But I like I would be very bored very quickly with Miss Marple. I mean, like a few episodes of a Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon, but I, I you know, I so I just think it's, it's yeah, it's just funny how like they're just really different. Like, yeah, things, yeah. Whereas you know? like Batman, I'm like no. Yeah, well, but, like, but then I love the X Men. I'm like yeah. all over but that. I think yeah, like there's so many different stories there's so many different characters and, and they're, they're, in, there's interesting things about them I don't like a hero story where I mean some of the hero stories are just so tropey and they're yeah. really, really the same story yeah. over and over Spider-Man. again Spider-Man can't watch that anymore well, no, they well, it's been over well, time. now let me explain do you know why they keep rebooting it oh yeah yes. it's about the rights it's the rights I almost interrupted a, a group of people talking about Fantastic Four I almost just interrupted their conversation to say well, if they don't make another one every 15 years, the rights revert to Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can't have that. I, <laughs> stop, I stop myself. Well done. Yeah. The personal yeah. growth there. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. That's uh, Gosh, some yeah. self-restraint. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to move on to the next topic, which is competitions. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Kathy <laughs> has a lot of thoughts about this, so I'll just open that up. You. Okay, so competitions I I think are good um, because I think they're a chance to um, put your writing in front of agents and um, editors and publishers and all those sort of people, provided the competition is legit. So yes. I have noticed lately or recently that there's an awful lot of writers' competitions out there. Everybody seems to have some level of writers' competition. Mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Do you know, and like they, and they always are like very shiny, and they look great, and all the rest of it. But you, like you read down through them, and you realize that like the judges are nobody. The entrance fee is like fifteen, thirty quid, fifty quid sometimes. The prize is like two hundred quid, and you're like you know that you get to be in some magazine or something like that that nobody's ever heard that of. Online magazine. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I just like no. So I think with competitions, I think the trick is to make sure they're legit, that yeah. they're like associated with a respectable um, either group of people or publication mm-hmm. or organization mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and then my other thing about them is that um, I think you should always look at last year's winner because I think yeah. you only, I think all competitions have a type. I think all competitions have um, kind of uh, what they like or what they're looking for, that sort yeah. of thing. And um I, I think if you don't write anything like last year's mm-hmm. winner, then yeah. you don't have to have a chance. With the screenplay competitions, there is quite a lot of them as well. I don't think that's quite as much as the general writing ones. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, I had a very positive experience, but I realise now having like that looked at last year's winner, looked at the people who got won and got shortlisted, that they don't write like I write. You know, they're very mm-hmm. different. And I think... Um, it's probably worth saying at some point I probably should talk about it a bit more how spec scripts work that you kind of 
like think you write a script and sell it to someone but that's not actually what happens anymore mm-hmm. that when you're writing a script it's like an ad for you as a writer and mm-hmm. how the writing world works in filmmaking for the most part is jobs you get mm-hmm. right so instead of writing kind of like you know like I am which is I'm writing trying to write this movie that's how I'm approaching it I want it to be a, like a, a movie that could be made um, and it probably will never be made you know no, like, yeah, I do yeah, know that right yeah, so yeah. I'm not saying I, I might be the crazy one here um, but a lot of the other people are writing these quite kind of the wording so in the comedy it was quite wacky you know mm-hmm. and like really I suppose really inventive I guess to show their to showcase their inventiveness mm-hmm. and how they you know maybe had a weird approach to stories who were quite quirky but but I didn't really feel like they were the synopsis on even was particularly appealing like mm-hmm. a film that I would want to watch mm-hmm. so I just felt like oh not only did I not write like that I won't ever write like that. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of when I when I kind of saw that I was like, ah, okay. So a script you write for a competition is different to a script you write for maybe to try and get it made or try right. and sell. Mm-hmm. And um, like I, the competition I went for, which is Screencraft, who do who's pretty good, do genre competitions, and the judging panel are all you know, really kind of good people, like really involved in the industry, you've made movies Reckable. you've heard of, yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> work with people you've heard of, yeah. and sometimes are people you've heard of, um, they have a script reader option, so like that, the competition interview was about, uh, I think it was in dollars, it depends on, it's about $50, um, and then you could get at the time, pay another $50 to get someone, and it mm-hmm. went a different path, and the yeah. stuff I got from the script reader was so valuable, yeah, like yeah, that it was yeah. really useful, and that's what I wanted. And the script reader tagged it as being highly commercial, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I didn't progress that far in the competition, and it looks quite di- like it looks yeah. like the script reader much prepared preferred what I wrote right. to the competition. You right. Know? Okay. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of went, oh, it's a different thing. I, you know, obviously, I'm glad I entered the competition. It yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Um, really useful for me as a random person in Ireland who hasn't written fiction in a very long time <laughs> yeah. to submit something and for it to get past the first call like yeah. that was you know really you know because because very funny someone made some remark about oh you're writing a screenplay and I went oh actually no I've written it and it's, it's yeah. got you know yeah. went to Hollywood yeah. <laughs> to the people there and uh, it's got to the quarterfinals yeah. um and since kind of doing that like that was really good for me good for deadline good for producing and I don't I yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't undo that but I don't think I'll enter another competition again. Or the competition that I'm thinking of entering um, is like, I think it's the Nichols Fellowship, it's called, it's to do with the Academy. Okay. And the reason why I might enter that is because if you're shortlisted in terms of the quarterfinals, you are put on a list and so mm-hmm. is the synopsis. Mm-hmm. And people do get contacted because of that list. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah, yeah. now it's much harder, it's of much course. more competitive. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's like almost worth throwing in one every year yeah do you know yeah, for yeah. the which there's no harm yeah what's the, what's the entry fee though I think it's like 50 quid oh okay yeah okay. Like they're so all they're about are. 50 quid oh, like okay. you know well see some of them are really expensive yeah. and you're like yeah. some of them are not so much competition almost as they are like just trying to or yeah like, you know yeah. you're like you're actually you're like dolling this up as a competition but actually it's a service you're providing so you Screencraft is a little bit like that in the sense that like it, you you know you do you, the competition 
generate like it is a business model mm-hmm. but what they offer is very good and they offer like for winners it's a really good showcase and I think all of their winners have now got representation which is mm, as sure. a screenwriter what you're looking for so yeah. in that respect looking at the winners looking what the winners have gotten out of this looking at the impact that the competition had on the winner's career yeah. is I think really important mm. but at the same time I'm sure you can use writing competitions to force you to write and to oh, you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. to, to do that a lot of the novel ones I think are really short stories um, and that they, you know, you write short stories basically, and you're like that showcasing mm-hmm. your writing ability. Yeah. Um, but uh, like short stories are nothing like what I mm-hmm. write. No. I they're, yeah, they're really. It's difficult to write a short story, and they're so depressing. Yeah, I find <laughs> so, I find so the short stories are really depressing, and yeah. I have a hard time reading them. Yeah. But um, like I read a funny yeah. one, and the kid died in the end. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and it was killed by another kid. I was mm. like, and I, I like the writing was very good. I agree. I can mm. totally see why they won, but I was like, it's not funny. Like yeah, yeah, on no not, level is this not mm, this is not mm, funny. Like yeah. no, like even the Simpsons couldn't pull that off to be funny. I was like, this is badly described because it's traumatic to be honest. It's traumatic. Yes. <laughs> I know. You, Kate, what's your competition's experience? Yeah, I've I, I haven't entered into many. Mm-hmm. I haven't entered into some. Um, I I got the advice to to keep doing competitions yeah. because mm-hmm. I, I was talking to a friend Summer who's published, and she was saying that that that's how she got noticed. She okay. entered into mm-hmm. competition and um, got. Um, and was she submitting lots of short stories, or was she submitting her first three chapters, or it, what kind of competitions was she entering? It was. Yeah, I think it was a short story. Um, yeah, it might have been a short story. Okay. Just so they saw the, and the is writing. Her, is her published work similar to that story? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So okay. it was so similar it's to that. Yeah. And her advice was do competitions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I mean, they can be this great way for, like, if you're a nobody... Like, um, as we might <laughs> like to yeah. just kind of level the playing field and, and have yeah, a chance for, for for me it's just, it's just really hard to find a, a, a writing competition that's not depressing mm-hmm. like a lot of the winners are just like just I, straight up depressing it's yeah. that kind of literature notion Absolutely. of like yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Misery, yeah. misery dressed up as literature yeah and like I'm not that. arguing that like a lot of them are well written and I I you know, I, I, I can see why they won. I'm not arguing why they won, but it just, it's not unlike my writing. Yeah. You know, I'm just, and to be honest, it's nothing like the writing that's like on most of the bestsellers lists. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And it's nothing like and, the and writing that's, yeah. you know. I feel like that about the competition winners. Like, mm-hmm. none of those were like films that I've seen or films that I've, like, because I'm writing in a genre that I, I watch all the time. Yeah. Like, right. and I, you know, anything like that even, like, you know, is not, but again, it's probably a different purpose. And I'd say so. I'd say so. And mm-hmm. I think that's why, I think when people say, enter competitions and, and write short stories and go down that route, I think that they assume that you're writing some level of literature that I'm just not writing. Or misery, right. that you're just not writing. Yeah, misery, yeah. That it's just, it's just not what my book's like. So I have entered a few competitions where they have asked you to submit the first three chapters. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I would that's possibly... What I... Do better at those ones. Yeah, I, 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 I just, <laughs> yeah, that was the one that I just uh, submitted to um, a competition, and it was the first three chapters or first like, fifteen hundred words or something mm-hmm. like that. 
And, yeah, I mean, should give them a sample. It's like going on Amazon and you have a sample of yeah, yeah, yeah. a book, and it's about mm-hmm. that. It's like your Kindle mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, again, I see, I think I struggle to find competitions where the winners are similar to what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, I, like, don't get me wrong, what I'm writing is not, like, groundbreaking or really that far. Yeah, but if it was in the right genre yeah. and in the right, you know... And I think this is it. I think I, yeah. I just haven't found yet, and I'm sure it's out there, but I just haven't mm-hmm. found yet a genre that's either rom-com with the emphasis on com, mm-hmm. like funny, mm-hmm. or um, crime. That, yeah. that it's not, um, like bloody crime if you know what I mean or yeah. gory well, crime or like yeah. so what well, I'm looking for is cosy crime basically yeah. <laughs> and, and those those like competitions yeah. are not out there yeah. you know right. so I'm just like mm. I think there's also two things that you yeah. can use competitions for I mean one of them is to get feedback outside you can you, you know, I mean mine gave me access to professional feedback right. for a much cheaper price than you know getting the script coverage because I inquired and like I, I really can't emphasize enough the um, the feedback, how good the feedback I got was for that 50 quid, or else it was 100 quid. I mean, I really just entered the competition to get the feedback. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I would say I spent 100 quid and I got like really detailed notes that I was like, you, you know, you're absolutely right. I could see, you know, where they were coming from. And that to me was, was really worth it. Like, yeah. that's why I did. So there's that notion of like getting the feedback going beyond your circle, your writer's group, or even your class, or whatever it is yeah. that you've been getting feedback from before, and getting a little snippet of like a professional yes, assessment that's worth and it. then there's yeah, the definitely. other stage which is maybe when your story is ready when your book is finished when you're ready to go out there and you're like I've got my best selling face on and entering a load of competitions so that on your cover letter you're saying I won X competition or I showed right. X competition it's, and mm-hmm. here's my novel yeah, you know yeah. or something like that or to get noticed yeah, and I think like it probably depends where you are in your development you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. like I said I'd like to go for the Nichols I'm not sure if the script is ready to go to go for that next year or mm-hmm. like you know that's just in the back of my head and because that's something that I wanted to be a kind of I wanted to be a basically at the point where I've done enough and I'm not going to look at it again. So yeah, that is where it's going. Yeah, and I think like, you know, I'm I'm going to try and get more feedback on it before, like when I make the changes. Anyway, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I think that there is there is getting kind of feedback, and then there's an awful lot of competitions with no feedback. Yeah, which I think like it, do, you, it, do you even know if you're being read? You know? Yeah, yeah, what if, yeah. God, it never occurred to me that they weren't even read. That's very depressing. Well, some people, well, they, some of the competitions make it clear. They say we, they want this kind of format. They want this font. They want this. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. And if it's not that, they won't look at it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with that because I feel like, you know, I feel like that shows a level of um, interest on behalf of the person who's submitting. Kind of self yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? So that, you know, Filtering. like it says, do X, Y, and Z. You've done X, Y, and Z. Oh. You've done your half. Then do their half. Yeah. Do you know that yeah. sort of way? I'm yeah. okay with that. But the, yeah. the thought that I would do well, that, and then they wouldn't even read it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure reputable places, but like you know, like we set up our competition. We're not going to read any of the entries. <laughs> <laughs> but like this, this is my point. This is a real business. Mm. I have noticed, and it's like it's uh, competitions are a way for um, businesses and magazines, all the rest of it, to try to attract readership. Mm. And I think sometimes people have to be aware of the purpose of that competition. So not every competition is out there to find new writers. You know, a lot of them are out there to make revenue for whatever it is that they're supporting. And then if they, yeah, so they get 
money from the competition and then they also get content as well yeah. and, you know yeah like i mean i simply couldn't relish reading a whole pile of competition entries myself like that's often those people yeah well you see it kind of depends on how far you then you have to read like if you're mm. reading the first couple of lines you're like it's good it's good do you do read my one though like and um it's something i read in the i think it's the final draft competition so one draft of genre specific competition as well i think it's called final draft big break and again that's a yearly one and they um they require their reader to give your log line to give your little one line synopsis mm-hmm. to basically prove Proof. that they oh, read it yeah. so you are required to put one in and then it, no reader sees that and i think i could be wrong but i think it's the final draft competition that does this they don't see it and they have to write a log line. Right, wow. okay. So, like... That's good. Yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, and then I think every entry might be reviewed by two people. And, like, they, they're yeah. really... It's quite... But it's a very big competition. I yeah. think they even have an award ceremony. Wow. And, you wow. know, but... Yeah. Um, like, so, you know, uh, there are some things that, that do that. Um, you know. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm always interested... Do you know, I, I think competitions are great if, like, that you have some material and mm-hmm. you're kind of just shopping it around. Yeah. But for me, I always worry a bit that if I spent a year writing short stories, yeah. it's time away from the novel. It is yeah. time away from yeah. And I'd rather put the time in to the novel yeah. and get it right. finished and get all the edits done, all the rest of it, than I would write. And even then, maybe when you finish the novel, you could write little short stories about those characters. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, like, yeah. And just really like um, as, a, as an ad for your novel. Yeah. And then you're like, that's at the point where you are shopping around and if people are interested, you're like, well, I have a whole novel of those stories. Or, yeah. you know, it's a teaser for the characters yeah. or whatever, something like that. But I think if you're in this middle stage, yeah. that's not really useful. Mm-hmm. No, no. You know, I mean, like, yes, it's useful if you go for feedback. Yeah, but, you know, like, but a lot of the writing competitions don't give you feedback. You're either in your no, writing. most of them don't. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And like, does the fees change as a result of? There's no like. No, there's no option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, okay. no. Um, yeah. I just mm-hmm. I'm not that assured of my brilliance that I would win a competition. <laughs> so, so I'm like I'm just in it for someone to read it and tell me what I did wrong. Yeah. You know. And yeah, for for me when I was like entering them, I, I entered a few of them and. Initially, I was like, oh, this is fun, and there was like a, you know, a, mm. a topic, and I was writing these, like, funny little stories that were obviously getting, like, they read the first couple of lines, and they were like, throwing them in the bin, or like, screaming, <laughs> no misery in this, or literary content <laughs> yeah. in the bin, you know, and so I just kind of stopped that, and then, um, yeah, I did the first three chapters, but I realized that my book wasn't ready for the first three yeah. chapters, and I know that now, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think once it's finished, I might go back to the competitions that are the first three chapters, but I think I'll stay away from the short stories once. I just don't yeah. think it's my, it's my area. I just don't think yeah. it's, it's what I'm good at. Right. So I, I think I'll avoid them. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, that's all for us today. I think. Uh, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Irish Writers Pod. You can email us um, Irish Writers Podcast at gmail dot com or visit our website Irish Writers Podcast dot com. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.